What is going on, degenerates? Me and Brian are back doing a week two recap of uh, Boom Bust Players, uh, weekly picks, head to head, and uh, just some other off the cuff bullshit. Mm -hmm. um, Brian, once again, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing just wonderful. How are you doing? I'm pretty exhausted, but I think Show I'll be okay. Both. I think I'll be all right. Yeah. It's Two words. A quickie. This Two is a words. Quickie. Potty training. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, you want to just dive right in? Yeah, let's dive right in. Let's cut all the right. bullshit. Yeah. So, uh, for our quarterback, winners and losers, you pick. Matty Ice as your big winner for the week. And uh, you for your loser, you picked Russell Wilson. Uh, how are you feeling about those picks now? Um, Matty Ice actually pieced together a decent game, even though he threw fucking three picks. <laughs> um, I mean, he was, was he the top-scoring quarterback? No, but I'd still check it off as, a, I guess, a good call. Not a, maybe not a great call. Yeah, but it was he had a game. He 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 didn't hurt your team. Yeah, you're not gonna be upset. Um, Russell Wilson was a colossal miss because he actually had a really good game, considering I didn't think he would. Yeah, 300 um, yards and three touchdowns. Pittsburgh's bad, bro. Um, and mm -hmm. they got worse. Well, I don't know. Did they get worse? Do you think yeah. they got worse? As as bad as as Roethlisberger was playing, there's no way Mason Rudolph is an upgrade. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if he's an upgrade, but I don't know. He's not an upgrade, but I'm like, I'm sitting. I'm like, are they really gonna be that much worse with him? Like, I don't oh, know. Yeah, I, I definitely. I don't think they fell down the stairs. I think they just went down a step. Yeah, exactly. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, they didn't fall down the stairs. They just went down a step. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, that uh, that team's crumbling, man. For my winners and losers, number one, the winner, Lamar Jackson. Fucking love this guy. 37.6 fantasy points, 272 yards with two touchdowns. And, uh, yeah, there you go, man. I fucking nailed it. And I also I gave him, I gave an honorable mention to Thomas Brady, 29.3 fantasy points. Uh, my loser, not so much. I picked Dak. <laughs> Boy, did he have himself a day. <laughs> two weeks in a row, bro. Uh, um. I thought this would be Zeke Elliott's come out party, and it was. It's like that's the most surprising part. They both went off. It's it's usually one or the other, right? Yeah, typically, yeah. And, uh, uh, as a Cowboys fan, you gotta love to see that. Yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm getting pretty hyped up. I mean, they got another cushy opponent this week. I mean, <laughs> is this Dolphins team, dude? I feel like they they look worse than the 0 16 Lions, bro. Like, at least the Lions, like, were trying to win. They just yeah. sucked. Like, I feel like the Dolphins are just like, who cares? I cut, dude, I feel bad for Flores, man, the head coach. Like, he's just, like, they just, like, basically handed him a fucking platter of dog shit. Like, here you go. Flores is the one orchestrating this. You think he's the one trading everybody away? Oh, I don't think yeah. he is. Fuck yeah. I, I don't think he is. I think I... this is coming from above. I think Flores came in and he said, listen, if you give me five years and all the draft picks I can get, I, I can build you a winner. There's absolutely, there's no way. There's no way he took this job and then they did this to him without, without a plan. Like, he had to be in on it at the very least. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I feel like this is coming from above, but maybe he is in on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, it might be coming from above, maybe, but I, I, that had to be that had to have come up in the interview process. Maybe they sat him down and they said, you know, uh, Flores, you know, we're really we want to rebuild, we want to go down to ground zero, we want to build from the ground up, and uh, we're looking for a guy that can build our locker room, build our locker room mentality, and and create a culture. And maybe Flores said, you know what, I can do that, and I'm willing to stick around. I'm willing to to help you draft the players and develop the team. Uh, I'm not looking to win right this second, you mm -hmm. know. But I, there's no way that, like, they, they hired him, like, oh, do you think you can make the playoffs? Yeah, I think I can. Okay, great. Now we're going to trade everybody that even had a chance at making a Pro Bowl, you know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's only a matter of time before, like, Xavier Howard wants out, which probably already does. I just probably haven't seen the report. 
I mean, yeah. anyone with a sliver of talent on that team is probably like, yeah, just get rid of me. You know what I mean? Move me. Mm-hmm, exactly. And, like, who do they got left? Him, pretty much. That's it, right? Howard, Rashad Jones, maybe. But, like, he's he's not, like, I, I feel like he's not quite the player he was. He's still good, but. Yeah, I don't. I just don't. I don't see it. I, yeah. I think they're gonna go. I've seen two 0-16 teams in my lifetime, and this is the worst team I've ever seen. <laughs> um, so for running backs, your uh, number one running back on the week gonna blow the competition away, Mr. Alvin Kamara. Uh, I gotta say, I, I I have to give you a pass on this one. It's not your fault. Drew Brees got hurt. Yeah, but I mean, still, it's like. He still didn't do anything. Like, he's a running back. He's not a receiver, but he gets a lot of work in the passing game. So, yeah, that does hurt. But, I mean, but still, he stunk. And he's basically a receiver, though. Yeah, he pretty much. But it, it's not like Michael Thomas, you know what I mean, like giving a pass compared to that. But yeah. I guess, yeah, you can give it a pass. But uh, And it's like even um, – go ahead if you want to say your winner before I spoil it. Uh, Mr. Josh Jacobs. Which Mr. Also Josh did not Jacobs. Pan out. <laughs> no, but he he tweaked his groin in the second half, and I don't know if that played into him. He only played two snaps in the second half. Oh, really? I didn't even yes. know that. So, like, I got to kind of give you a pass there, too, because it's – did that groin injury come into play? It could have, or it could have just been a game script thing because they were behind, and maybe when they're behind like that, they trust Rashad more than Jacobs. I don't know. But I'll give you a pass on that one for now because of that. Because yeah. he tweaked his groin. If he only had two snaps, dude, like it had to be aggravating him in the whole in the second half. Two snaps, like yeah. that had to be an injury-related thing. I mean, and uh, that brings us to uh, your running back loser, Mr. James Conner, who was actually having a pretty decent day before he got hurt. Uh, Thirteen and a half fantasy points. Nothing to shake a stick at. No, and he did that in what, one half? Yeah, about that. Yeah, a little over a half. So yeah, he looked like he was on it. He was on his way to maybe posting a twenty pointer. Yeah. All right, my uh, my big loser of the week, Mr. Darren Sproles, comes in with a very disappointing finish. Two and a half fantasy points. He had two receptions for only five yards. I don't think Darren Sproles is really ever going to be a safe play. Uh and, you know, we talked about starting Marquise Brown over him. We talked about starting Michael Hardman over him. And both of them scored 16 points. Uh, Darren Sproles should not be in your starting lineup. And honestly, he should. if he's on your team at all, it's an emergency thing. You know, I, I just the, – the, having him in your starting lineup is not a good idea. No, absolutely not. And like you said, unless you – like he's literally a last resort. Like – you have no other options, like nowhere else to go. And, and yeah. at least, you know, we might get a couple catches a game and it's like, man, yeah, maybe he'll break one for 30, 40 yards. Unlikely, highly unlikely, but yeah. Boy, uh, <laughs> this week was really rough. So our, our, uh, fan, our, uh, fantasy winner wide receivers, Michael Thomas and Juju Smith Schuster, neither one of which finished with their starting quarterback intact. No, they did uh, not. Michael Thomas still put together a decent stat line, though. What, 10 for 89, I think? Yes, he did. Yeah, 18.9 yeah. fantasy points. That's not um, too bad, considering. No, no. I mean, if, if I were if I were Shane, I'd be happy with that, for sure. And, um, you know, our losers were... I picked uh, Devontae Adams, who had a pretty good game. Uh, I'm not going to lie. And uh, you picked Mr. Chris Connolly and Jamison Crowder. Uh, he took Connolly out of his... Yes, as a as a tandem, mm-hmm. you he took Chris Connolly out of his lineup and put in Cortland Sutton. Upon your advice, Jamison Crowder finished with eight points. Cortland Sutton finished with eight points. Mister Chris Connolly finished with eleven point three. Answer for yourself, Nate. He owes you, Nate. He owes you. Thank God, Nate won, dude. I would have felt like I would have probably felt like sick if <laughs> Nate lost that game by like a point. I would have probably been like, oh my God. I just cost this kid a win. I mean, I would have laughed about it later, but <laughs> I thought Sutton, I one, I didn't like really like when I made that prediction, like when I said to play Sutton, one, I didn't think Conley was going to get 11 points. Um, but 
I didn't realize that the Broncos were playing the fucking Bears until like the day of the game. I was like, oh yeah, they're playing the Bears. They actually got a pretty good defense. I was like, yeah, maybe they're not. Maybe that wasn't a good play. But Nate snuck out a very close win, and believe it or not, he is two and zero. So he's probably not going to take my advice anymore. But hey, my advice: help you get a win, Nate. Yeah. Hey, congratulations to Nate. Uh, you know, we both dogged on his team pretty good. I, I think he's been the beneficiary of some pretty decent matchups as far as the people he's played. But um. Yep, two and zero is two and zero. Nobody can take it from him. Yeah. And uh, tight ends, I picked my own Waller. You picked Mr. Travis Kelsey. Kelsey went right the fuck off and had himself a game. Seven receptions, hundred seven yards with a touchdown. And uh, while Waller was not exactly disappointing, uh, six for sixty three for twelve point three. Uh, can't really hold a candle to Travis Kelsey's performance. Uh, do you see him being the main target until Tariq Hill comes back? Um, I don't know. I don't think Kelsey's going to get, like, peppered with, like, this huge market share in, in the offense. Like, Mahomes has actually seemed to kind of be spreading the ball around a little bit. Like, uh, what was that, Demarcus Robinson? Yeah. Last, yeah, like, he went off. I mean, yeah. two Two of his touchdowns are on deep balls. But, I mean, the week before that, it was Sammy Watkins. Uh, Sammy Watkins didn't have a good game, but he still had, like, 13 targets. Mm -hmm. So, like, the volume was there. It's just he wasn't very efficient. But that's Sammy Watkins. I mean. Yeah. That's him in a nutshell. Yeah, him in a nutshell. Three touchdowns week one, and I don't know what he had, 15, 16 points week two. Yeah. But. And, uh, I mean, Kelsey with no hill, like Kelsey is gonna get an uptick in targets, but like he's yeah. not just—he's not gonna get peppered with tons and tons and tons of them. Like Mahomes yeah. is going to the open guy. He's not gonna get all of Hill's share, you know. He's—he's he's probably gonna get a, a five to ten percent increase, which for somebody with as much volume as Kelsey already gets is huge. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, Kelsey was kind of a cop-out pick, but I like the matchup. Worked out. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you pick the you pick the guy that you think's gonna have the best day. You know, I mean, if that's who you think it is, and that's who it is. You know, week one, Kelsey wasn't looking so hot. You know, fantasy wise. So, I mean, it wasn't exactly a lock. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, our losers, Ingram and Witten. I cannot fucking believe that after the big rant I went on about Witten, that asshole scores a touchdown again with another. Terrible performance, capped off by a touchdown to make him fantasy relevant. Four receptions, 25 yards with a touchdown to end up with 12.5 fantasy points. Which I, I'm so mad. <laughs> which that's like 12 and a half from your tight end, like outside of like Kelsey and Kittle and shit and Ertz. Like it's actually like overperforming. I oh, was not bad at all. That's not bad at all. But again, without the touchdown. You, junk. Yeah, without the touchdown, not a good game. Oh, God, it just drives me nuts. And uh, I picked Mr. Evan Engram, who finished the game with six receptions, 48 yards, and no touchdown for only 10.8 fantasy points. So, actually, you know what? Looking at it, yeah. Engram's one of the top scorers <laughs> now that I really yeah, look at it. I mean, 10 points isn't a great game, but when, yeah, like you said, looking at everybody else's tight ends. It... Yeah. Shit. Probably a top ten week. I didn't realize how good I had it until now. <laughs> well, he's got that volume floor, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, that's why I just love that volume floor, man. It's like the guys that are gonna get six to eight balls a game with the occasional touchdown. I love those guys because you just know what you're gonna get out of them every single week. I'm just, uh, uh, I'm, I'm curious to see what's gonna happen now that it's gonna be the Daniel Jones show in uh, Big Blue. Um, I'm sure Danny, he's still going to get dimes. Danny Dimes, yep. <laughs> it's fucking Danny Dimes time. Um, um, speaking of tight ends, I just want to slip this side note in here real quick. Mm-hmm. Teams that flex two tight ends are now 0-4. <laughs> oh, it's it's almost like we're on to something, Eric. I mean, yeah. are, are we just clairvoyant or are we just that good? A uh, little bit of luck, a little bit of skill. Just like poker. Uh, yeah, right. 
Um, Ricky was a little luck, uh, unlucky to lose, I guess I'll say. Because uh, Ricky should have won that fucking game. Um, he should have won the game, but Nate did enough to win. Mm. But I don't want to focus on that too much. But yeah. I just wanted to slide that in. Two tight ends, 0-4. Oh 0-4. And, oh and, and we will continue to monitor that for as long, yeah. long as you idiots start two tight ends. <laughs> exactly. Even though in Ricky's case, they are the two best players on his team. They Sorry, really, yeah. They, they really are. Like, just two best options right now. <laughs> Who the fuck else is going to play? Dante Pettis? Like... <laughs> Um, uh, Eric, you want to get us going on the weekly winners this week? As a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> um, well, my my uh, game's the first one up, so let's start there. Dicky versus Eric. <laughs> we both picked me to win. Yep. And I ended up winning. With a donut. With a donut. <laughs> On Monday night, Landry versus Njoku, and I had like a 15, 16-point lead. Mm-hmm. And Njoku got knocked out with a concussion, and he has a broken wrist. I don't know if you saw that. Did you see that today? Yeah, I did. I dropped him. Uh, yeah, I got a donut, and I was like, oh, boy, I'm fucked. And then Odell got hurt before halftime, and I was like, I'm really fucked. I'm like, Landry's going to be the only guy left. He's just going to get a ton of ton of targets. Yep. And uh, OBJ came back, and Van Landry didn't do shit. He hasn't done shit yet. No, he doesn't look good all year. No. That whole know. offense hasn't looked good. Yeah, I will Um, I will definitely say I got a little lucky to win. Well, I don't know uh, about that. I mean, all, all, the majority of Dickey's players scored single digits. I mean, he really has three players on his team. Zach Ertz, Dak Prescott, and Zeke Elliott. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I mean, uh, all right, let me rephrase it. I think I was fortunate to have the matchup I did. Yes. Yeah. You, you got a good matchup on, on, a, a, on a down week. On a down week. Whereas how many teams outscored me? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, eight, eight out of 12. twelve outscored me, <laughs> and I just so happen to be matched up against the three that were below me. One of them, at least. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, it, it's it's like like we said, you know, he started with O.J. Howard with a donut, and then your tight end gets a donut. Uh, Zach Ertz goes off. Tyler Boyd goes off. Uh, you know, t- I mean, Tyler Boyd again. You know, uh, not to keep repeating myself, but. 10 receptions, 122 yards, no touchdown, 24.2 fantasy points. I love those volume, guys. It's a point per reception. All I care about is if they catch the ball. The yards and the touchdowns come later, you know? Yeah. And that no touchdowns, that's got to change. He's got to catch one eventually. Oh, yeah. He had like six or seven last year, so. Yeah, and basically half a season's work, more or less. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. uh... I, uh, you know, looking at it, yeah, maybe there was a little bit of luck there, but uh, what do you what do you have for our next matchup? The next matchup I have is Brian Martin versus Adisa. Mm-hmm. Um, let me check real quick. Yeah, you picked Brian Martin, and I picked Adisa, and I cursed his team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, to lose your quarterback... Uh, after 38 yards with an interception for negative point one, and uh, Oshawn Jeffrey essentially didn't even play. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, you thought a donut was bad. He got negative points. <laughs> wow. I thought you were joking, dude. Oh my god. Fucking, that's great. <laughs> David and Joku got me a donut. Fucking Adisa's is over there. Hold my beer. <laughs> Jeffrey essentially gets hurt before the game. Uh, doesn't even really play. Um, Sammy Watkins had a good game, but not what you expected. He only lost by 25 points, and he had two players essentially not play. It was a winnable game. And, yeah. uh, you know, Brian had uh, some bad performances. This might be 
one of his most vulnerable games you're going to see, and Adisa was not able to capitalize because of his injuries. It's, it sucks. Pretty much, yeah. Drew Brees, obviously, as you just heard me have a laughing fit over it, um, that killed him. Like, I mean, dude, you literally got negative points from your quarterback. Like, like if Drew Brees would have played the whole game, he would have had a pretty good chance at winning, never mind the Jeffrey injury. If you combine the two, Adisa probably wins this matchup yep. 75% of the time, 80% of the time with the, without those injuries. But Yeah, you would yeah, think. Like you said, you know, Mark, Brian Martin – like this was probably one of his more vulnerable weeks that we're going to see. And he got the win and Hmm. little good fortunes. Never bad, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, better to be lucky than good. Yep. All right. What do you have for uh, our next matchup? Matchup number three is you versus Shane. <laughs> and we were both on opposite ends here too. You had yourself, I had Shane. Yeah, you know, I I feel bad doing Shane like that. He's always been good to me, but yeah, you know, every man for himself. Sorry, bud. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, Kenny Galladay went off, had himself a day. Montgomery looked good. Waller looked good. Uh, I was really scared when I saw DD with one point three, Hopkins with only nine points. Uh, man, I was, I was getting nervous and, uh, Lamar Jackson pretty much carried me back and, uh, Nick Chubb went off and had himself a really good game. So I was able to come out with the wind and, and really it's not even all that close. You left some points on the bench too, with Manny, mm-hmm. Monster. I'm telling you right. That is the very last time Manny Sanders ever sits on my bench. You know how much I love Manny Sanders mm-hmm. and, uh, I was just I was nervous that Flacco would not play well against that Bears D and never again. I'll never doubt him again. Emmanuel Sanders could could get thirty fantasy points with me throwing on the ball. I'm convinced of it. Oh, yeah, it certainly looks that way. So I just did a count real quick. Mm-hmm. We have one, two, three, four. We're three games in, dude, right? There's five players that pitch donuts, at least donuts, including Breeze. I've never seen a season like this. It's, and last week there was, what, four, I think? And, well, Deshaun Jackson got hurt, too. Yeah, he got hurt. I mean, some of them made donuts a donut, kind of the way I'm looking at it. But, like, same thing with yeah. Alshon and Breeze. Yeah, I mean, it's just, dude, I mean, you're right, though. It's like I've never seen this many goose eggs. It's it's weird. Um, it, You know, it's like I said last week. It almost seems like this, like like half of these teams are still in the preseason. Like, they still haven't figured it out yet, you know? Yeah, and they want to cut the preseason games down. Oh, it's Fuck. ugly. I might want to fucking increase them. Yeah, um, I didn't mean that literally. That was a joke. But <laughs> so uh, you know, Shane loses, but he did get good performances from a handful of his players here. How do you feel about his team going forward? I think he can piece it together. I know Shane does his work. He does. You know what I mean? He puts the time in. He knows mm-hmm. he. he he pays attention to the to the wire, and you know what I mean? He can definitely – I mean, he's 0-2, so he's got a little bit of a hole, but, like, it's he's not out of it. It's way too early, you know? And, I mean, no. does, does Michael Thomas take a little bit of a dip with Breeze out for probably six weeks? Yeah, but I think he'll still be okay. Like, Bridgewater seemed to be targeting him a hell of a lot in that game. I didn't watch the whole game, but from what I could see, like, he seemed to kind of be zeroing in on Thomas, so I think Thomas will be fine. He's not gonna, might not have that ceiling he would have had with Breeze, but he's not gonna completely kill his team. Yeah, I think he still has a high floor. I mean, what's really killing his team is Devontae Freeman just not. Oh my God, Freeman fucking sucks. Um, nine point four, four point one. I would be, I would be fucking livid. Yeah. If I had him, uh, Eckler, Eckler's been a hell of a grab. Um. Evans is another one though too. Like he hasn't quite lived up to, yeah, you know his draft capital. Well, Eckler's been saving him. Yeah, Eckler's been saving him. Uh, I think Evans too. Too like I think he'll turn it around. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like the Brady pickup that he made last week because I think Brady might be. How is he not going to be thirty points a week with that receiving core? Yeah, it looks that way. Plus, I mean, you know, he's in the AFC East. He's going to play Miami again. Yeah. 
And the Jets twice. In in Gillette. <laughs> and the Jets twice. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm loving that. Uh, what's our next matchup, Eric? Uh, the next matchup is Steve versus Justin. The two new guys. Uh, yeah, I fucked that one up, didn't I? Yeah. Um, I mean, it was kind of close. Well, not really. Um, where where did it go wrong for Steve's team? I guess where, it's where it went on. Where it went wrong was Calvin Ridley going right the fuck off. Yeah, that yeah, because I mean, and then he had he has Matt Ryan, uh, Samson. So yeah, like as much like he he needs Ryan to score points, but like when he's throwing the Ridley, it's helping his opponent and. Uh, you just gotta. It is what it is. You gotta live with it. Like, but there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, McCaffrey didn't get off to a good start for him on uh, the Thursday game last week. Uh, Chris Carson got fucking benched uh, for fumbling. So. Which is yeah, crazy. That's yeah, crazy. He had a he had a short he had a short uh, short afternoon. Mm-hmm. But I mean, other than that, I mean, like Vance McDonald had a fucking great game. Um, Chris Godwin, Matty, Matt Ryan did pretty good, but then like outside of those guys, it was all just, yeah. Miles no, Sanders. Yeah. It was not a good showing by his team in general. And, uh, you know, I mean, Sanders, you know, we, we, we said in the prediction show that we, we did not like Sanders because he does not have a defined role and he goes out there, he plays about 30% of the snaps and doesn't have a defined role and doesn't do very well. It's not, it's not a mystery. You know? Yeah, yeah. Sanders, it's like there's somebody that it's like they're gonna just like slowly, fucking, ease him into you know a little more work. But like, yeah, I, I just okay. I just don't see Sanders getting sixty percent. I mean, fifty fifty five might be his cap. I think, just from what I see from how Doug Peterson uses his running backs, and and how he runs his offense, like, he's just not gonna be a workhorse. Which doesn't mean he's not a good player to own. Because, like, Alvin Kamara is not a workhorse, but he's always pieced together. I'm not saying – I'm not comparing the two of them. Don't twist that up. But Kamara still pieces together top five running back seasons with, yeah. a limited, with limited touches. Yeah, I, I think that the the thinking generally was that he's always done a, a committee and never had a workhorse, but he's also never had a, a running back as talented as Miles Sanders. And that was the argument for O.J. Howard. Dude. What? Yeah, he does, guy. Oh, Jordan, Jordan fucking Howard, bro. <laughs> Jordan Howard, dude. It's a fucking beast, dude. He's a beast, dude. Why don't they pass him the fucking ball, dude? <laughs> like. Deuces, Leo, we love you. I know you don't listen to this shit, but <laughs> give him a shout out. Um, Yeah, I mean... I... I'm starting to get real nervous about Steve's team after the draft. And even last week, uh, I, I said that I thought Steve was uh playoff bound. Uh, I'm really starting to wonder because his team is kind of, I wouldn't say it's hitting its ceiling, but it's not like he's leaving points on the bench. Uh, do you, do, are you starting to rethink where you, where you think Steve ends up at the end of the year? Um, yeah, I think so. Because, like you said, like his bench is, his bench is there. You know, uh, like Anthony Miller cut Burkhead. Yeah, I mean, spot start. Yeah. You know, you can do worse. You just never know when. Yeah, you just never know when. Exactly. Madison, <laughs> Madison's a pure handcuff. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jackson is the clear number two with Eckler. You know what I mean? Getting seventy-five percent of the fucking workload. Well, let me ask you about that though. So Justin Jackson, why isn't he getting more rushing work? I don't know. He actually like he's averaging like ten yards a rush. Yeah, he's like he's he looks good, and it's it's not a it's it's not a lack of skill. It's more of a lack of opportunity. Is like why he's not doing anything. I, I just I, I think they the teams just gotta like their chances with Eckler better. I, I mean. Well, I mean, it's it's hard to argue against Eckler, and I think that the part of the reason why they keep Eckler on the field so much is like I talked about with James White and David Montgomery at the start of the season. I, I think that they they feel like if Jack if Justin Jackson's on the field, 
uh, they're kind of showing their hand, and they're showing that it's probably a run play. And with Austin Eckler, even though he's not as efficient as a runner, it kind of keeps the defense guessing. Yeah, I got you. But, um, yeah, I mean, like Steve's team, like what has he got, CMC? Uh, CMC is going to do better than 7.3. Yeah. Um, Godwin's been a pretty decent – Look, it looks like a pretty decent fucking pick. Um, the trade lo- worked out just fine for him too. Yeah, the trade's looking like uh, it's working out for him. Thielen, <sighs> Cousins blows. I'm starting to get the feeling that's exactly where you're going to find Thielen all, yeah. all year, right Cousins, in that 10 to 15 range. Like, look at Diggs, bro. Diggs didn't – he had one catch, and it one. happened to be a touchdown. Like, <laughs> that, like, actually made his week, like, okay. Yeah, because it was for, like, 40 yards. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Steve, yeah, Steve's got some work to do, I think. Yeah. And uh, Justin's team, just to touch on his team quick, uh, did enough to win. He didn't get much from Watson. He had a pretty underperforming game. Yeah. But Ridley, Ridley beasted. Aaron Jones had a fucking 27 points. That's pretty goddamn good. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, I mean, he had pretty, you know, average performances. I mean, well, Cook's got 16. Yeah. Gurley, 15. Uh... I'm starting to feel better and better about Justin's team, to be honest. I, I'm starting to feel like Justin may be, uh, may be playoff bound. So you'd swap him and Steve kind of right now? if you were gonna... I, th- I think so. I mean, two weeks we've seen Justin's team play better. Yeah, you know? that's true. That is true. And like Kittle will do better. Three for 54. Yeah. That, that's a down week for him. And I mean, let's be clear. Nobody's out of the playoffs yet. Anybody can still get in. You Some players are going to have to work the waiver wire harder than others. And some players are going to have to swing for the fences. And some of us can play it safe. But nobody's out. Anybody can still make it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just got to get wins. That's all, that's all, that's all that counts. You got to get wins each week. Shit, a couple of years ago, I had the highest scoring team in the league, and I missed the fucking playoffs. Yeah. That... I mean, like you said, guys. Some guys just got to hit the wire a little harder than others, and some guys might have to take some chances. But yeah, nobody's out. Like Brian said, still a lot of football to be played. Plenty of it. All right, let's get down to. Uh, what do you want you want to do uh, Vinny and Mike next? Yeah, we'll save the we'll save the other one for last. Yeah. All right. So yeah, we got Vinny and Mike. Uh, this was a very funny game. I believe we both, yeah, me and you both picked Vinny. We did. Um, by the way, just to revert quick, I picked Justin to win, Brian picked Steve. Um, yeah. But yeah, we both picked Vinny to win. And in an alternate universe, without the <laughs> Patriots defense, Vinny fucking wins. Yeah. Like, <laughs> one position pretty much got Mike to win. 41 freaking points. 41 points. Four interceptions with two defensive touchdowns. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Seven that, sacks. that single-handedly made up for Danny Amendola scoring zero. Get him out of your lineup. Yeah. Four interceptions. <laughs> they had four picks. All right, first off, they pitched a fucking shutout. So that's 10 points right there for a shutout. Yep. Four picks. Two points apiece is eight. Seven sacks at a point each. There's seven. Two <laughs> return touchdowns, like you said. So there's six times two is 12. And they got the yardage bonus for staying under 200 for four. Like, that's insane. And it's like, I look, like, I instantly saw the score and I was like, oh my God, that's way too high for a defense. But, like, I looked at the stats and I'm like, even it's like, at it's a legendary day, right? Yeah, there. I'm like exactly like that's a once in a that's like a once in a decade, uh, maybe once every five years, type yeah. of game for a defense. Yeah, that's sick. I mean, four like I said, four picks, seven sacks, two return touchdowns, shut out. Like even yeah. at standard scoring, like that's still like a thirty thirty. That's still like a thirty two thirty three point fucking game. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you know, also I mean, Vinny, you know. He had a tough day, you know. I mean, uh, Jared Cook suffered from uh, the Drew Brees injury. Latavius Murray suffered from the Drew Brees injury to a certain extent. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, Mike basically lost Kamara when Drew Brees went out. So, obviously, that's the biggest hit of them all. Yeah. But, um, 
Yeah, I mean, they doesn't you don't get you don't get extra points because it's a pretty win. Uh, he won fair and square. You got to give it to him. Good job, Mike. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like outside of like Cup and AB, I mean, and the defense, of course, but like <laughs> everybody else on Mike's team had like pretty pedestrian games or underperformed. Yeah. But hey, like I said, a win is a win, baby, and. Mm-hmm. Mike got Mike benefited from that big New England defense game, def, uh, defensive game, and hey, he got the win. And uh, yeah, and uh, like looking at like Vinny's team, like his bench too. Like he he's another one. Like three donuts on his bench. Well, Coleman's hurt, so I'll say two. Yeah, two donuts. T.J. Yep. Yeldon, Dante Moncrief. I think Dante Moncrief has pretty much lost the wide receiver two job in Pittsburgh. I think he's a pretty safe cut. Yeah. Especially and, uh, with Mason Rudolph coming in, who played college with James Washington for like three <laughs> years. Like one Moncrief blew it week one. Uh thirty percent caught thirty percent of his catches, uh, targets. Yeah. Um, and he didn't even barely played last week. I mean he played a few snaps, but like they didn't even look his way really. And I mean, let's not overlook Mike Davis with one rushing yard. Yeah, it sure looks like um, Nagy kind of figured something out after week one, huh? Yeah, well, it took it took him one week too long, but uh, yeah, he figured it out finally. I mean, Dougie Hamilton too, two receptions for 15 yards. There's somebody that we thought might break out. It doesn't look like he's going to. He's, I think he's another safe drop. You hardly ever see rookie wide receivers, you know, really make an impact their first year, and it's. I think it's becoming more and more obvious that. Dougie Hamilton's not one of the guys that's gonna. Yeah, pretty much like half of half of Vin, almost half of Vinny's bench, I think, can safely be cut. Moncrief, yeah. Moncrief, Davis, Hamilton, Yeldon. Uh, obviously, keep Hyde, keep Coleman, old man Frank. That guy's just still kicking. It's incredible. Um, I would, I would, I would not want. I would like feel so gross if I had to start him, but like, you gotta rough bye week patch and like you gotta play him it's like oh I guess yeah. you know but yeah and like uh Mike DJ Chark man that's two weeks in a row uh he, he might have to start starting man I think he looks like Gardner Minshew's favorite target yeah definitely uh four for forty one four for one forty six in one week one seven for fifty five in one week two um yeah I think I think Chark's definitely somebody who's got a Swap spots with uh, Mr. Amendola. If I was gonna, I was making this lineup. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying, that's what I, <laughs> I would do. Yeah, do your research. Look up the numbers first. Yeah. You never know. But uh, all right. That I think that brings us to our last matchup. I know the, you want to talk about this one. The nail biter. <laughs> what a nail biter! Still not, still not the closest nail biter I've ever seen, but pretty damn close. Dude, Nagy. he lost by less than half a point. Yeah. Oh, I'd be and so dude, pissed. <laughs> the thing that's nuts is like Jamison Crowder was literally pitching a donut for like the first three quarters. Oh yeah, no, he. I, I went to I bed legit, at the start of the fourth quarter, and it he had zero points. Yeah, he had a donut. Like he was not being looked at, targeted, nothing. He had a fucking donut, and I was like, it's a wrap. And it, think, was, it was looking like Le'Veon Bell was going off. He was catching a million balls for no gain, but, you know, the receptions count. Yeah. I don't think Le'Veon Bell dropped a pass. No, he was. He had 10 catches in that game, dude. For how many yards? I want to see. 61. 61. That's, that's actually better than I expected to see. I expected to see, like, 10 for 40. Yeah, he must have had one he broke off for 60, because I'm pretty sure the other nine were for a net gain of one. Oh, Dude, <laughs> at Le'Veon Bell fumble that yeah. fucking killed Ricky. I didn't even think about that till just now. He fumbled in the fourth quarter. That's right. Oh, Ricky, that's your prize guy right there. He fucked you. He fucked you. And so did Baker, who looks like shit. Nate wins by point four. Pretty much gets carried by OBJ and Mahomes and Lockett. pretty much pretty much by one play by obj yeah that 89 yard reception touchdown reception man i mean a 16 point play and a nail biter like this whoo that, mm-hmm. that turned the game around right there 
Well, um, Mr. Haskins, maybe you should have played the defense you burned the number one waiver priority on last week. <laughs> you were the one. I can't believe, dude. He finally drops fucking Devin Funches, and he goes out and gets a goddamn defense. And Burns, oh, number, waiver God. priority number one, dude. Prime spot. He could have had any other defense in the league and not burned his priority. You have number one priority, dude. You got to, like, yeah, I know I burned mine week one, but whatever. That's why you, you got to fucking, you can't sit on it forever. It's like, you got to, sometimes you got to take a chance. And I took a chance. And well, you, might, you burnt it on a baller, though. Yeah, I burnt it on a baller, and I just lost Gallup. So <laughs> I, I needed something. And uh, I might, he might not be the only one I'm losing because uh, Damian Williams hasn't practiced yet. Yeah. Um, But yeah, dude, you don't burn the number one waiver priority on a fucking defense. Like, you sit and you wait. You wait for a prize pickup, you wait for somebody. Somebody that you believe in. Somebody that you believe in, or somebody that's going to at least step into a role. Yeah. Right, wrong, or indifferent, you pick somebody that you think at least has the chance to break out. And you already have the Cowboys defense. Who's they're playing the fucking Dolphins this week? What do you need? That's, the Browns that's what I don't. For? Yeah. If if he wasn't going to start them against the backup quarterback for the fucking Jets, why did he bother picking them up? Because it's the Browns. <laughs> Plain and simple. Oh God. I don't know. Hey, his team. Yeah. He, oh, have at it. Yeah, he paid me the money. So do your thing, boo boo. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, okay? And I want you to give me your, your best answer. Don't look anything up, just off the top of your head. Yep. Who is the season leading best fantasy quarterback? Pretty easy one, right? Yeah, it's going to be Dak Prescott. Er, Lamar. Oh. Jackson. Oh, Lamar Jackson, really? For a total of 82.4 fantasy points. Barely edged out Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes, gonna be by 30. the way, uh, he might have been. I don't know. I didn't look yeah. that far. <laughs> uh, who do you think is the top scoring running back so far this season? Dalvin Cook. Er, Austin Eckler. 63.7 combined points for the two weeks. Hmm. Pretty surprising, right? Yeah. Cook's close, though. He's close. Though. He's in he like is, the high he's 50s. Right, he's number two, actually. I, yeah. I do remember seeing that. Uh, I was surprised it wasn't Cook myself. Uh, who was the top-scoring wide receiver for the two weeks so far in the in the season? I'm going to still say Sammy Watkins. Just because that 50-burger. 50 or, wait. Or Marquise Brown. Oh, I thought you were going to get it. John Ross. John Ross. Really? Oh, John yeah. Fuck. Ross. He's leading the league in receiving yards, too, right now. He is. He is the fantasy leader at wide receiver right now with 62 combined points. And uh, wh who do you think would be the leader at tight end? Oh, Mark Andrews. That is correct. Yeah, 54. that was easy fantasy points on the season now uh who do you think was the number one quarterback this last week Mahomes yeah easy one 44.1 yeah. uh highest scoring wide receiver on the week oh this is a tough one uh I'm trying not to take my time <laughs> highest scoring wide receiver Julio Jones Demarcus Robinson, the free agent. Oh, yeah, that's right. God damn it. How did I not get that? <laughs> 37.2 fantasy points. Uh, highest scoring running back. Dalvin Cook. It was indeed with 31.1 fantasy points. Congratulations. Thank you. And uh, I think we already know that the highest scoring tight end for the week was Kelsey. Him. No, it was Mr. Mark Andrews. No, Kelsey outscored him. No, he did not. Mark Andrews had 27.2 fantasy points this week. Oh, so he just beat him out. He just edged him out. Uh, some of those I thought were really surprised. Obviously, nobody expected Lamar Jackson to be the number one quarterback. Or John uh, Ross. Or John Ross to be the number one wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, you know, Austin Eckler, the number one running back. Uh, Mark Andrews, the number one tight end. They're all surprising, every last one of them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, shit, even the weekly leaders, other than Pat Mahomes being the top quarterback at the draft, you would have you would have thought Dalvin Cook would 
score you in the low 30s. Maybe like, I did. <laughs> Maybe that's why I took him with my Full second pick. <laughs> I saw this coming. Yeah. Uh, I, I knew he had. The, I knew he had the talent to be like a top five running back. It's just, it's a health concern with him. That's what it's always going to be, and that's what it's been. It wasn't a talent. Thirty points a week, top five. Thirty points a week, number one. Yeah, I know he's not going to get thirty a week. He's, he's going to have a down to earth game where he's, he's going to get a single digit score. You know, mm. it's, it's good. It happens. Like, it's just nobody's that consistent. Like John Ross, John Ross is going to fucking dip. Uh, I think so too. It's gonna happen. I got a so, I, I got a quick trivia question for you. Oh. After two weeks, there are three running backs who have played over ninety percent of their team snaps. Ooh. Christian McCaffrey is one of them. Mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell is another one. Who's the third? Ooh. Uh, probably Dalvin Cook. Ah. Oh. Leonard Fournette. Well, he certainly hasn't shown it. <laughs> no, that's what's crazy. If you look at what he scored, it's awful. He's barely a running back, too. He's like running back 21. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's right on the edge. Like, I think 91% of the team snaps to, like combined. Wow. And it's like, well, dude, you're on the field that much? Like, what the fuck? You would think, like. Yeah, you gotta think it's gotta turn around at some point, right? Or maybe he's really just maybe he's just not that good. I don't, I don't know. He's always been very inefficient yeah. as far as a runner, but his fantasy value has come from pass catching and just sheer volume. And he's mm-hmm. not really getting either one of those right now. So if I were the Leonard Fournette owner, I'd be very upset. I'd be very scared. Yeah, the only thing I got to look forward to is that you know at least he's on the field. It's like he's not getting – there's nobody cutting into his workload as small as it is. But Yeah, nobody's going <laughs> to knock him off. And, and they're 0-2 now, so maybe they're going to look for a change and, and maybe they think that, that uh, getting him more involved is the way to create a little more offense. Uh, so things could look up for him if, if they start – you know, as the worse things get, the more I don't think they want to run – I don't think they want to pass the ball, you know. Yeah. That's what it looks like. But, um, yeah, I think that's it for the weekly updates, but I have some quick, uh, some league stat uh, matchup head-to-head. So uh, I'm going to start with Dickie versus Eric, which is obviously fucking me. Um, I am currently on a three-game winning streak, and I have an overall record of 5-1 and against Dickie. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Brian Martin and Adisa uh, Brian Martin snapped a one game losing streak and their overall head to head is Brian Martin with five wins Adisa with three pretty uh, even. that's pretty even yeah uh, Shane and your matchup uh, Shane is on a two game losing streak now mm-hmm. and uh, you guys were 500 but Shane is uh, two wins you have three wins now so Ooh. you're slightly edging, you're slightly edging them out. I'm on the uptick though. You're on the uptick. Uh, <laughs> Steve and Justin, uh, obviously this is a statless game, but mm. I think this is kind of funny. Steve's the only guy in the league without a win right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate and Ricky. Uh, Nate's on a two-game winning streak, and he's actually got a pretty good overall head-to-head against Ricky, six and three. Wow, really? Yeah, six and three. Lifetime. Hmm. And uh, Vinny and Mike's matchup, last one. Uh, Vinny is on a two-game losing streak. And he has an overall head-to-head record against Mike of three and five. So uh, that's another one that's, uh, you know, pretty even. But Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's pretty cool, actually. I, I yeah. actually really enjoy that. Maybe we could, uh, maybe we could throw that into the weekly uh, preview, you know, ahead yeah. of time. Dude, I, I I literally have like tons of shit written down. I have, dude, I have no life. Especially, <laughs> you know what it's like in the summer. Like uh, me and Brian and, uh, well, I was going to say Steve, but me and Brian don't work much in the summer. Uh, so yeah. like, like there's nights like I'm like, I got nothing to do. 
So I like what you did there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll just like I'll start going through like stats and shit. Like when once fantasy football season starts to ramp up, I'll just like start going through mm-hmm. shit on it. And I know like guys like this shit. You know what I mean? So I'll go through past season stats. I'll jot some shit down. I'll be like, oh, I wonder how. It kind of started. I was just fucking around. Like, how have I done against Ricky? Like across all seasons. And then I was yeah. kind of like, oh, how have I done against Shane? And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking do everybody. <laughs> you know, I have a bunch of shit written down, dude. Um, my plan was to upload it all to like make like a like a spreadsheet on Excel or something. Yeah. But uh, that's gonna take some time, and that's definitely something that will not. That's not gonna happen during the season. Like that might be a winter project. Yeah, yeah. When I'm laid off, but cause that's gonna take me probably a good few hours, a few nights, you know. Yeah. Yep. And uh, but yeah, we can start doing that in the previews. Cause uh, yeah. I have everything written down, so I'll just I'll just write it down. I'll just take it from the sheets and jump it over to another sheet and just write it down. Yeah. But, All uh, right. Uh, is there uh, anything else you wanted to add? No, I think that's about it. Uh, fucking two and zero, baby, undefeated. <laughs> There's only Barely. three. There's only three. Me, Nate, and Brian Martin. Two and zero, baby. Uh, yeah, well. I was kind of. Nate, no, nah, I'm not. Don't get don't get mad at me when I say this, but I was kind of like hoping Ricky won, so we both would have been two and zero. But fuck it. Yeah. You ain't gonna see me cry when Ricky loses a close game because I've never seen anybody win more of those than him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's unreal, dude. How many close games he's won? He's he's on the he's on the the winning side of a game like that. I'd say seventy seventy percent of the time. Yeah. Maybe even yeah, a little. It seems more. like it happens every year. Yeah, where he wins like two point or less games. Yep. But yeah, I think that's gonna do it, Brian. You uh, you got anything to add? Or? No, no, I'm all I'm all set. Uh, just uh, good luck, everybody, and uh, we'll uh, be recording another one of these in a couple of days. Yes, sir. Yeah, we'll do our uh, we'll record the week three uh, predictions and all that, and uh, probably get it out later this week. Before the games. It'll be out before the game Sunday. So, but yeah. Peace out, guys. Good luck.